Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. About 10 o'clock, just before 10 o'clock. It's the 10th of December now. Holy smokes, we're 10 days into December. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the quick review. Just put this one up. There was a comment on... This was either... Oh, shoot, it was either YouTube or on the LinkedIn post from the ZMC. It was... Yes, this was a comment on the YouTube... From YouTube person on the post about the ZMC fracture and, and approaches to my evaluation of the ZMC fracture. Some things include in the evaluation, of course, not 100%, right? It was just on the fly. Um, I think a pretty good on the fly brief review of evaluating a ZMC fracture. And someone was asking about different approaches to the zygomatic arch. So in a zygomatic, isolated zygomatic arch fracture procedure, um, the two, I call them the main ones. These are the ones that I've, I've done. Um, couple times the keen approach which is intraorally versus the gillies approach and so the person is on uh, on youtube is a general dentist commenting on the on the post and was wondering about some of the approaches to zygomatic arch reduction from what they had seen in their residency with oral surgery residents so let's go into this this is the quick review quick review number 79 put this out on linkedin I'm gonna put it on twitter as well and then here on podcast what are the pros and cons of gillies versus keen or intraoral even transorals referred to approaches to zygomatic arch reduction the gillies and keen approaches are the two or two of the of the of some surgical techniques used for zygomatic arch reduction the gillies approach number one technique involves an incision in the temporal region usually above the hairline like in the hairline an elevator is used to indirectly manipulate and reposition the zygomatic arch through a dissection in the temporal area pros minimal scarring there is scarring though that, that's the thing. It, it can, in comparison to the intraoral pro approach, that's inside the mouth. You're not going to see any scars over there in the, in the maxillary buccal vestibule. So there are scarring, but it is minimal because it is within the hair, right? So minimal scarring. The incision is hidden within the hairline, the hair, leading to less visible scarring. Lower risk of nerve damage. As the approach is indirect, it generally has a lower risk of damaging facial nerves, but I would make the argument that the intraoral approach isn't going to damage the infraoral nerve as well. But in this, in one of the articles that this was extracted from, it did include that. Cons of the Gillies approach, limited access and visibility. It offers limited direct access to the zygomatic arch, which can be a drawback in complex cases, which is absolutely true, right? Using that row elevator, it can, it can be pretty difficult. Potential for inaccurate repositioning due to the limited visibility. There's a higher risk of improper alignment of the arch, right? And then not so well. I mean, you put a, you put like a protective piece of plastic over the zygomatic arch after it's reduced or whatnot, but you're not putting a plate in there using the, the, the Gillies approach, right? So it can be difficult after reduction for it to stay there. Um, sometimes you bring them to the back you and boom, it's already, it's already fractured in, in the, the fracture position again. It's not reduced and just... It could be a, it could be annoying. Keen or intraoral or transoral approach. The technique involves making an incision inside the mouth in the maxillary buccal vestibule, posterior in the posterior to directly access the zygomatic arch. Pros: direct access and visibility. It offers for better visualization and manipulation of the zygomatic arch. It still is very difficult intraorally to to see the sometimes sometimes it really depends on the the anatomy and size of the patient, right? But in, in some cases, it can allow for better visualization and manipulation of the zygomatic arch, leading to precise reposition. It can, right? No visible external scarring. This is a definitive pro of the intraoral approach. Since the incision is made inside the mouth, there are no visible external scars. Now, cons. The keen approach, being that it's intraorally, 
the risk of infection is a definite and, and large con to this this you know part of this uh, technique. The intraoral approach is a higher risk of infection due to the bacteria present in, inside the oral cavity. Potential for nerve damage. This is the one I'm like, yeah. There's a. It says there's a risk of damaging the inforable nerve. Okay, maybe that's very medial to where you're going with the zygomatic arch. So I would argue that that risk, sure, it's present, very minimal. I mean, you 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 gotta have like no idea where you're going once you make that that incision for you to hit the inforable nerve. Just 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 my personal thoughts. Again, none of this stuff is medical advice. This is just review. Okay, just a review from an educational standpoint. Gotta throw that out there every so often, right? Now, comparison. Indication, the Gillies approach is typically preferred for simpler cases where less extensive manipulation is required. The Keen approach is chosen for more precise and direct reposition. Scarring, the Gillies approach results in minimal but potentially visible scarring above the hairline, whereas the Keen approach avoids visible scarring entirely. Surgical risk, the Keen approach has a slightly higher risk of infection and nerve damage. Mm. Okay. While the Gillies approach may have, is, uh, have issues with precise repositioning due to limited access. Recovery and outcomes. Recovery may be different for each approach, with the Keen approach potentially having a longer recovery time due to the risk of oral infection. Included some references at the bottom there, and then I got a figure here uh, on that shows the intraoral, the Keen approach. And I'll see if I can include that on, I'll put that up on the podcast uh, cover photo as well. All right, friends, it's Sunday. Going to be going to a soup kitchen, help out at a, at a food kitchen later on this. That's what it's called, right? Food, food kitchen. Um, helping out a community over there. We got a friend who apparently makes a fantastic meatloaf. We're going to, so we're going to go out over there, help out for several hours or so. And, uh, Help him cook and prepare for the people and try out his meal afterwards. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a nice afternoon. Uh, I'm always a big fan of, of serving the community, helping out. Um, all right. Wishing everyone a great Sunday.